Welcome to the Revenue Marketing Report powered by CalverMind. Our goal here is to help B2B marketers learn the skills they need to succeed in leadership. I'm your host, Kamala Thompson, and today I am thrilled to introduce Andy Crestadina. I'm sure many of you recognize the name. Please tell us a little bit about yourself and where we can find you. I am the co-founder and CMO of Orbit Media Studios, which is a digital agency here in Chicago that is 100% focused on the website, web development, web design, website optimization, uh, improving sites after they're live for better search and search rankings and traffic and better conversions. Orbitmedia.com, but my best social network's LinkedIn. You can always find me there. And I found you through my foray into content marketing, but I am so excited to be talking to you about your wheelhouse, which is really all things websites. And one that is very near and dear to my heart on day one of our conversation is whether, let's not even say whether or not people should invest. We should say, dear founders, please invest in your website. It's important. Please expand. <laughs> By invest, we don't mean go spend a bunch of money. Right. Uh, let's just let's just spend a little a bit of our time and energy and give it some attention. So, of all the things, this is a strong statement, and I I I believe in it strongly. Of all the things that you can do with your day, if you've got two hours this month to do marketing, and that's all, you can work harder on a social network. You can write another article. But take a moment to look back at your homepage and at your key service pages, because that's the place where your next lead is coming from. There are, might be people on that page right now. Improvements to those things are very durable and will give you long-term benefits instead of writing just another article or making another Instagram post. That's a joke. I know that that's not a thing, but that's my generic name for you know social media. It is bottom of funnel, which is where our time is best spent. It is uh, durable and long lasting because improvements there last forever, as I mentioned, or for the duration of the site. And it's for the most important audience, which is the commercial intent visitor who has, uh, who may be considering you for what you do for money. So I would definitely, uh, we should all at least somewhat prioritize improvements to our websites. Yeah. And I think for those of you nodding your head and saying, yes, preaching to the choir, we get a website's important because we're marketers. If I could just talk to a few founders right now, I, I would say we need to acknowledge that a lot of investors are advising to put off your investment in marketing. And I'm not saying go get a really expensive site with hosting, all those things. And then the people who can actually help you bring a cohesive story together and prioritize the buyer journey. I think that's terrible advice given that most of our buyer journey now, and most of our buyers want to be online. And that means really everything is pointing at your website. Is that fair? Absolutely. And just to sort of say that again, the they're not going to contact you until they are very confident that you're a good option for them, the same way that we all do that all the time. Therefore, your pages on your website should basically emulate a sales conversation. If you know that visitors that uh, that that prospects tend to ask you three common questions, your pages should at least acknowledge those questions. Better yet, they should answer those questions. Best of all, they should answer those questions with strong proof points to support the answers. Lots of sites fail because they simply don't add clarity and, and information. Other sites fail because, yeah, they do kind of have the information, but it sounds general and sort of tastes like water and there's no evidence, no 
social proof, no data, no case studies, no statistics or, you know, uh, any reviews, testimonials, years in business, number of happy clients. So every one of us hearing this my and, and me saying it too, would have uh, a better website if we had uh, more and stronger testimonials and evidence on that on our key pages. Yeah. And I think now we're turning the megaphone back to the marketers when we say, this is not a set it and forget it proposition. And I see that too often. And I've fallen into complacency myself. I think it really behooves us to um, come at it with a fresh set of eyes or even, you know, shadow somebody who's coming to it for the first time and ask for feedback. Are there ways that you've, or things that you've used to get a fresh look from fresh eyes? Well, today, because of virtual, a lot of us have recorded meetings and it's only in your minutes away from having those transcribed with a tool. And then you're just minutes more away from giving that transcription to another tool and asking it, well, what are the common questions that people have? If you have, you know, 10 sales calls recorded, you are perfectly positioned, especially now uh, because of AI and because of transcription tools uh, to start doing super quick analysis just on the conversations you're having. It's very hard on a call to remember to write down all the questions people ask you. As soon as someone asks you a question, as soon as someone asks me a question, I just automatically start answering or formulating an answer. Very difficult to implant that circuit in your brain where you capture everything everyone asks you. But ultimately, these page, you, our sites, the conversion rate on our websites is a function of clarity and persuasion. And the clarity isn't general, it's specific to the audience, to the visitor's information needs. Your job is to meet visitors' information needs. Maybe you've heard of Marcus Sheridan. Yeah. He's a, yeah, they ask you answer. He really wrote a whole book about this. Yes. He's given a million keynotes. I've seen him present it so many times. T-A-Y-A-A. They ask you answer. That's why you have a website. That's why you have a visitor is because someone who's considering this, they have a question in their mind. Uh, you can sort of, uh, you know, with the data set of one, it's kind of anecdotal, but prove this to yourself by looking at your own browsing history. Why didn't you become a lead on those websites? You determined it wasn't a fit or there was just a key piece of information that was missing. And I really like a point you made there, Andy, and I think we need to belabor it a bit because I, I see this mistake often. Uh, we tend to be very siloed in B2B organizations between sales and marketing. And too often I see marketers guessing mm -hmm. what the customer asks. And you have a great point with call recording. Mm -hmm. Most of us have it. There's transcripts. Why not use them? I kind of moved to Google Docs and I have one document called Notes. And I write all my notes from all my meetings in one giant document. Like more than a, I don't know, it's hundreds of pages after three years. You know what? I'm going to export this and upload it to AI and ask it, what are the most common goals of these clients? What are their what are their common pain points? What are these clients worried about? Because I've written detailed notes. So that's that may not work if you don't have it in that form, but generally. Bottom line, uh, the the point of these pages is to answer questions, address objections, and to supply evidence to make people believe. Answer evidence, answer evidence, call to action. That's a, that's a page. That's a high converting page. That's the job. Um, that's the structure of pages that work well. And our whole thesis here, and I, Kamala, I love it. If we do that instead of the other things that we could do, marketing's a problem. You could do anything. Millions of things are possible marketing actions. Um, that that will likely give you better returns than almost anything else you could do. Right. And 
I just really recommend clicking as many places as you can as often as possible to see if there's any broken paths. Um, I, I have found requested demo forms that you cannot submit. There's no error message oh. or they're just missing. And it's like, oh, that's a loss. You're just burning cash in the parking lot, my friends. Uh, uh, an another one is to go into GA4 and create uh, a path exploration. Sounds fancy. It's not that fancy. It takes about six clicks. And watch and, and just look to see where people are flowing through the site. If your website were a town or a city, there'd be a highway flowing through it. What is the most popular path through your website? Now you know where to put your strong proof points, your best case studies, your statistics, that awesome video, your story, the you know your coolest sound bites, all that stuff. Put billboards on highways. A lot of people have pages that just don't really, uh, you know, a lot of people don't know what the most popular path is through their website. And we all should know what that is. Yeah. And I love your point because a lot of us love to hate on GA4 because it doesn't have some, it's, some of the features are either hidden or missing from what we used to have in universal analytics, but this feature is fantastic where you can actually see pathways. That's amazing. It is. The uh, universal analytics version was called like the navigation summary. Uh, I I think the path exploration is, is, is um well, it's much, like everything in GA4 is just more flexible and more complicated <laughs> because you can make a path that includes events, not just page views. The navigation summary was just page views. So if you want to see you know, people who went through steps that aren't even URLs, that's possible using path exploration. But just the, the simplest version of it, find the most common entry point, make that the starting node, it's called, in the, in the path exploration, and then just start clicking through the most common path and you'll see, are people hitting the back button? Where are they leaving? Uh, this is gold, uh, and the decisions you can make from that are uh, almost always high impact. And I like that you're not optimizing right off the bat for somebody who requests a demo because we have to assume that 99% of our visitors aren't ready to buy yet, and you really need to be looking at the pages they're consuming to make sure they have the information they need to come back. That's right. Exactly <laughs> right. Excited about this. Thank you for the topic. It, it, I talk about, and you're correct, I talk about content strategy all the time. <laughs> So it's really fun to come back to that core uh, because this feels like a more prioritized, more strategic focus for many of us. Well, tomorrow we'll be having you come back to content marketing and talking about how we can use it with AI. And I'm looking forward to it. Thanks so much for being on the show. My pleasure. Listeners, thank you so much for tuning in to the Revenue Marketing Report. Please tell two friends, subscribe, download, whatever you can helps. And for those of you looking for more great content like this, check out calibermind.com.